office, they want to lay hand on somebody. Right. They want to speak in counterfeit tongues. Wow. They want to release demons. But how can you make America great again if you don't get on your face and repent? What's a just God supposed to do? If he does nothing, he is, in a sense, giving consent to the right. sin. When the government dictates what religion is, our morals will be stripped. Well, they're setting it up for you guys, the younger generation, to take the hit. They see a church that's on fire for God. Mm -hmm. That's the church that gets targeted. You're in a worship saying, praise Jesus. We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will and strive always to speak the truth in love. We are watchmen, warriors, victors. Together, we will fight the good fight and finish strong. This is David Hebner Live. Ever feel like God's trying to tell us stuff and we're just not listening? You ever feel like that? You ever feel like you ever feel like that God wants us to remember things? Oh, I don't know, things like the Passover, you know. I just said it in scripture. Forever you will remember this. I'm paraphrasing. Do, do you feel like that? God's heart is breaking when he looks down and he sees the people whom he created and those that he even calls his own kind of missing the mark. I mean, you know, like, I don't know, hiding Easter eggs and putting up trees with lights on them. And I mean, you, ever, you ever wonder that? I mean, do you ever think that God is a God of I don't know. We know he's a God of mercy, a God of compassion. We know that. But God is also a God of justice. He's a God of right. You know, he's a God of right. So I want to ask you a question. One thing that happened, the Holocaust. Do we remember it? Do, do we even think about it? I mean, I didn't talk about it on the show, but and is it close to God's heart? I want to hear you. You guys, uh, uh, I want to. I want to see it in chat. I, I want to get your your take on this because it's important to me. I want to. I really want to make sure we're doing what God wants us to do. You know, we have a we have a wonderful platform here. God has given you and I to be together every Monday night, and we want to to honor God by talking about things that church won't talk about. Right. This is one thing. 78 years ago, over 6 million Jews were murdered by the Nazi Germany, the Hitler regime, spanning over, over four years. And yet no one stopped them. Can you imagine four years and no one stopped them? Not even America. And America likes to get involved in everything. But I have a lot of questions. It seems like not many are remembering this tragic event. Oh, we have Columbus Day. Columbus Day? The, who is Columbus? Nobody even knows who that dude is. And did he really even discover America? Are you kidding me? President's Day? What president? But what about International Holocaust Remembrance Day? Is it David? Is there such thing as that? 
Well, there is, and it was the 27th of January. It was four days ago. Did you hear about it? Did I hear about it? Oh, Spencer, did you hear about it? Did, did you hear about, I mean, International Holocaust Remembrance Day, did you honor it, Spencer? Um, I, I didn't really hear a lot about it, so I didn't pay too much attention to it, honestly. It, exactly. But it came and it went. Well, don't feel alone. Most people haven't heard about it. Most people, much less remember it or even adhere to it. And yet I didn't hear any preachers get in the pulpit. And preacher, I'm talking to you if you're out there and you fumbled across this channel and you're going, who is this bumbling guy? I'm talking to you. You have a pulpit. You have a responsibility. Did you talk about uh, the, the killing of over 6 million Jews on what they deem to be International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Did you? No, you probably didn't. Well, why should I, David? I mean, it's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. Excuse me. The Jews are God's chosen people. What happened to them is actually a beta test what is going to happen to us in Matthew 24. We're going to dive into this. It, it directly pertains to what is well, I'm not going to say what's coming. I'm going to say what is here now. God's chosen people, Israel. Jesus was a Jew. And the church is silent. Not tonight. Tonight, we right here, you and I, are going to honor the memory of all of those innocent men, women, children, and babies that were slaughtered by the demons of the Holocaust. And that's what I'm calling the show tonight, the demons of the Holocaust. I refuse to call it anything else. Just like when we talk about killing babies, I refuse to, t to call it abortion. I call it sacrifice slaughter. But I want answers. I want answers. I want, I want to know what's behind this, what was behind the slaughtering of these Jews. And I believe tonight God is going to give us this answer and we're going to be able to take it and utilize it for what's to come in these last days. Even a greater persecution of God's people. You think that was bad? Wait till you see what's to come. Jesus talked about that in Matthew 24. Spencer, let's go to Matthew 24. Matthew 24, 6, 13. And as we read this, let's remember what happened to those Jews. Let's apply it direct. Folks, listen. We're to the point we're reading scripture here, and we're not connecting with it. We're reading where Jesus is telling, telling us about persecution, but we're really not connecting to it. I want you to keep in mind we're honoring the memory of the Holocaust victims and their families. And as we do, as we read this, let's apply that to this. I think it's going to have a whole new meeting. Go to Matthew 24, 6, 13. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginnings of birth pains. Folks, nation are, they are rising against nation. This is not country against country. This is people against people. You saw that with the riots. You saw how it was orchestrated. You think it's gone away. It's never coming back. You better think again. There's going to be earthquakes. You think we've had earthquakes? You think California? Wait, you haven't seen any earthquakes yet, baby. I mean, this ground is going to be shaking, rocking and rolling. And people are going to be screaming. 
famines, hungry. Let me tell you something. You gone into to the grocery store lately? I don't know, buy a bag of nuts, 20 bucks? Gonna be famines. But David, I bought me a house up on top of a mountain and I'm growing my I'll get that. Do you think, do you think the devil doesn't know where you are? Nothing wrong with going to a valley, a mountain, nothing wrong with that. I'm not poo-pooing that. Matter of fact, I think people should live off the land. But that is not going to save us, folks. It's the blood of Jesus that saves us. No matter where you are, if you're supposed to be where God wants you, that's where you need to be. That's the safest place to be. Verse 9, then you will be handed over. You'll be persecuted and put to death. Do you hear this? Put to death? Six million Jews put to death. We will be persecuted, put to death. We will be hated by all nations because of Jesus. That's why, that's why I wear this legalized Jesus t-shirt. I wore it the other day. Lady stopped me and said, oh, yeah, I do know that. That happens in China. I said, ma'am, welcome to China. Welcome to the new China. Are you a Christian? Of course I am. You believe in the Bible? Of course I do. Do people hate you? Of course not. I said, then you must not be preaching the gospel. Because Jesus said, they hated me, they're going to hate you. You'll be hated by all nations because of me, all groups of people. At that time, many will turn from the faith and will betray and they will hate each other. Let me tell you, because it will be too hot in the fire. They will turn away from that. When it's time to take that mark, they'll take it. Now, I know you and I won't. I'm believing that. But those people, the fire, the heat will get too hot. And 11, many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. It's happening already. You know, when people don't want to hear the truth, they will resurrect their own false prophet to give them a silly doctrine to tickle their ears. And that's exactly what they're doing. If you walk into most churches today, you'll hear that cotton candy preaching, teaching the, about the, uh, you know, the candy land Jesus. Verse 12, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. That's you and I, we stand firm to the very end. But how can we if we don't have the information? That's why we're asking God tonight to download, to give us how is this Holocaust, what happened many, many years ago? How does it tie into today? Because if they were persecuted, the Jews, and they were massacred over six million. What do you think it's going to look like today? Can we look at that? Did God allow that? I want to say allow it. I want to say, does God allow us to look at it to understand what's coming? He will take care of his people. Well, here we go. We're going to dissect it. We're going to be taught hearing from Russ Dizdar tonight, the late, great Russ Dizdar, Rob Skiba, um, Zeb Parat on video tonight. We're going to be dissecting this, the demons of the Holocaust. Let's go to that first clip, Spencer. Get it. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, the, the rituals, the satanic rituals, which is what uh, you deal with, mm -hmm. right? How many, let, let's take the city that you live in. We don't have to identify the city, but it's a city in America. What percentage of the city would be involved in the satanic occult?
Well, in, in a local city, it would be a small percentage. But here's what we we've been we've been doing this 38 years on the investigative side. Okay. What I'm going to tell you that what happened in this city is in every single city in the United States by design. So if you find in this city a satanic, richly abused person, it means there's a coven that knows how to birth this, breed them, split them, mind, put mind control principles in them, release demons in them, and raise them. So if we're talking a city that I'm living in, 180,000 people, there's, there's going to be there's going to be 70, 80, 90, 100 of these victims. Wow. And it wow. means they've come from groups that know how to do this. They are the most secretive. This is beyond the mafia. This is beyond the drug lords. This is deeper and darker. We're not talking just deep state. We're talking on the deepest, the, deepest level. Does the deep state use these people to, to forward their agenda? It's the other way around. These people use the deep state? The deep state has witting and unwittings in it, like Bohemian Grove. But wow. you, you think in terms of the deep state being here, and that's ugly. But underneath that is, like Ezekiel, the real, in the Bible, we call it the mystery of iniquity, the mysterium. Wait a minute. They are the reason for the deep state. They in other the, words, the deep state has them in them. The, think in terms of the puppet issue uh, and turn it upside down. Okay. The strings are from down here, Hell's gotcha. Kitchen. I gotcha. call it Hell's Kitchen. Gotcha. So the, the strings are from up here leading the, all this. So when we, when anybody investigates and finds the deep state, which right. is globalist, you know, right. war unit right. two, right. you got to take one more. This is like the, you're seeing the, the shark fin, but underneath the, the water right. is, is the real. They monster. are the puppets. Yeah. And the, the puppeteer yeah. is the satanic. Is okay. And some of them may be witting. But many of the deep state people don't really know how deep they are in. Right. Yeah. Where did this come from? Originate. Yeah. Well, I, I call it Hell's Kitchen. If you think in terms of the fallen cherub, Satan, Genesis 3, all the way through the Bible, um, think in terms of 2 Thessalonians 2 when it says the mystery of iniquity is already at work. It's the, it's the, Greek, it's the Greek word mysterium. It's, it's the demonic side interfacing with the humans, not just regionally, but broader and broader until there's a global connection. Wow. Everybody talks about a new world order. There's no new world order without that supernatural side. Right. There's right. no antichrist, no false pro right. None of that comes without this underside. So right. they need to interface with, with humans that will be a collective, that will be a new order, that will be political, wow. military, economic. That's the powerhouse. In, but what do we do as believers? The blood of Jesus has already been shed. We come in the in the name of Jesus to seek power and release right. for the kingdom of God. Right. They're the opposite. They shed blood to summon powers, demons, to use them, to release them, to fuel their agenda. You mentioned Germany. Did did this come from Europe? And it, how did it get planted in the United States? Yeah, I think the Germans, and I, that's why when I go back over all the research, I think we go back 80 years of the final incursion. Okay. So I think that the, the Germans who were in a bad state after World War I, they were searching for something. Okay. The first largest proliferation of occult literature occurred in pre-Nazi Germany. Okay. 1930s, mm -hmm. okay. 20s and 30s, the, and then the development, the, and that began to spread, the, and, and necromancers and readers of the dead, and v rural society, Thule society, secret society. So Nazism 
is nothing, the, the political Nazism is nothing more than spiritual doctrine that's been turned into political wow. ideology. And that's why it explains Hitler. Yes. When Hitler went after the Jews to exterminate, he wanted a pure race. Right. Right? They were driven and spiritually. The spiritually. Everything. Because you look at how they wanted to annihilate that, then eventually Christianity reset up the old gods. And so that same demonic spirit came from there to the United States. Where did it settle in the United States, sure. do you think? Um, well, we, we can, we can, when you go back to the rat lines, if you, if you understand how the German Nazis went everywhere at the end of the war, into the 40s, they were going everywhere. Right. In the United States, they were going all across the United States. Now, U.S. military took the scientists in and so forth, but they began to entrench themselves. In our research, in the last 40 years, th you know, 38 years that we've been doing it direct, every single city in the United States, every little township has this, and it's by design. Okay. In every single one, there's a design for the future. Okay. You they're, they're here to do what they wanted to do originally. They okay. want to, there's a conquest for the world. Okay. Um, Will this have, first of all, could there be another Holocaust here in the United States? And if so, Holocaust of Christians, yeah. if so, would it come, could it come from that source? Well, um, here's again, biblical prophecy, the red horse that we talk about in Revelation 6. There's white horse, red horse black horse pale green those are that's prophetic drama but there's content right red horse refers to a global massive bloodletting collapsing of nations an economic collapse all of that so that a new whole new a new order can come up out of that it's by so the coming collapse is by design it's by design and by the coming design. collapse will be the persecution of the true believers sure. the christians sure right hey folks do you hear that there's so much in that i i i was going to take a, a commercial break but i'm not right now i'm, I'm going to go through this it's so powerful i did this interview is one of the last interviews i did with russ this before he went on to be with the lord folks what happened in germany was a direct result of satanic ritual abuse of the of the occult that got into Germany in the 20s and 30s. Hitler was operating from a demonic state. Okay, it's all spiritual. Okay, a, the they performed experiments on the Jews. They uh, they they exterminated. They did all of these tests. Why? It was a beta test. It was preparation for what has come to America. And later on the show, I'm gonna tell you how it came to America. I'm gonna tell you how they left Germany. I'm talking about the doctors, the science, scientists. They most A lot of them were not held accountable. See, most people don't know this. But you see, it couldn't stop there. They had to get them out of there and they had to bring them throughout the world so they could continue. And I'm telling you, Matthew 24, Jesus, when he said that you will be persecuted, he knew exactly what was going on. It's by design. Did you hear us say in every city there is one? But what is that one he's talking about? When we come back, I'm going to take it a level higher. I want you to stay with me because all the dots connect together. We're going to be talking about program multiples, folks. Hitler, the regime, those people were programmed. They were program multiples, programming more multiples. And when they brought the doctors out of Germany, and spread them throughout the world, this has been going rampant for the past 50, 60 years. When we come back, we're going to dissect a little bit 
deeper until I believe God's going to reveal something to us that, uh, quite frankly, I, I've never had revealed to me. And when we come back also, I'm going to be talking about Emily Burring. We're going to bring Emily onto the show. She has a ministry, and she started her ministry because she went and saw a Holocaust movie called Schindler's List. Figure that one out, all right? I want you to stay with me. Don't you go anywhere. They've made many, many movies about aliens, but the question is, are they angelic or demonic? Why don't they want to acknowledge uh, the supernatural? Uh, the seminary education today, that when pastors are being trained, there's no emphasis on the supernatural, even though the Bible's a supernatural book. As in the days there's of no, uh, so it will be. Yeah. And it goes down to, well, what is their ultimate purpose? Inaugurate the Antichrist. Um, listen, we have the new End Times DVD. Um, it's uh, Investigates, uh, End Times Investigation. I have a lot of my friends on here, uh, Lisa Haven, Michael Lake. Uh, I have Josh Peck, L.A. Marzulli, uh, Stephen Bancroft. I mean, eight hours of, of me investigating things like Satanism, demonic powers, Illuminati, New World Order, Antichrist, One World Religion, End Times Miracles, Bible Prophecy. Folks, let me tell you something. One day... What you're watching us on right now, it's called, well, it's called television, it's called social media, it's called the internet. They're going to turn that baby off. You need a hard asset. When all this stuff gets shut off, this is what, what you're going to be able to, to learn from and to understand. So I want you to uh, text the word CHOSEN to 91999 or go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order or call 844-806-0006. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the My Pillow that started it all. My Pillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million My Pillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard My Pillow now only 19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My Pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Hey everybody, David Hevener here with you every Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I love you guys. You're my family. I want to pray for you. Um, if you have prayer requests, you can send them in at admin at davidhevener.tv. Um, we're talking about the Holocaust. We're talking about Holocaust remember, International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Nobody remembered it. It was four days ago. But folks, it's a spiritual thing. So we're walking through the steps of what I believe God has given me to share with you of why this Holocaust happened, how they got away with it, why nobody did anything. Nobody did anything. The last video we listened to, Russ talked about it came over from Germany. He's right. It's in my book, In Times Investigation book. I write about it right here. It's all in here if you want to pick it up. The video we just uh, did on Russ, I want you to, uh, Spencer, go to David Hebner, 
TV. If you guys aren't members, you need to go sign up right now. Uh, go there. I want to show you uh, the video you just saw on Russ. I've got more videos. I opened up a channel this morning called the Coming Holocaust channel. Uh, you've got multiple videos on there. Let's go show them that channel. You've got the uh, Holocaust survivor tried to warn us. Zeb Parat talks about his family was exterminated the Holocaust. Uh, Nazi experiments in America today. Russ talks about program multiples, uh, which we're gonna hear from Russ again, Christian persecution camp, and then the demons of the Holocaust. Okay, so that's, the, go right there, There, uh, sign up on David Heavener TV, you can watch that. We have over 20 channels. If you scroll down there, Spencer, you'll see, they'll see the channels. All you have to do is go to davidheavener.tv, sign up folks, you get 30 days free. And I'm gonna end it this week. No more 30 days free after this week, okay? I just go sign up. If you'll sign up for a year, you'll get two months free. So consider supporting the ministry and sign up at davidhevener.tv. We're gonna be hearing from Russ on program multiples. Before we do, I wanna talk about Auschwitz. It was actually three camps. It was the most horrific camp in the Holocaust. Killed between 1.1 and 1.5 million Jews. Not just Jews, but mostly Jews. It was made up of three camps. It was a, an extermination camp. It was a labor camp. It was a concentration camp. But in that camp was a man who was from the pits of hell. They called him the angel of death. His name was Joseph Mingle. His job, besides being a doctor and experimenting on people, was to be a selector. He's the one that stood out there and would select what prisoners went into the oven, what prisoners would go to the labor camp. Usually it was uh, men, women, and children over 13, 14 years old that would go to the labor camp because they could work. But it was under 13. If you were under 13 or over 60, you couldn't work. You went into the gas chamber. He conducted multiple medical experiments on inmates. But when World War II came to an end, he escaped. And later on, I'm going to talk about how the Antichrist got many of these scientists and doctors out of Germany and spread them through the world. Many of them are right here in the United States. I want to bring on my guest, uh, Miss Emily uh, Baring. Emily, are you there with me? Yes, I'm here, David. Okay. So, Emily, you've got a ministry, and I'm going to get into your ministry in a little while, but, but uh, you started your ministry, uh, which is actually going out and helping women who are considering having an abortion, and you go, you go out and you get them, and you 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 finance them, you help them, you give them money so they have a place to live, they have a, a food, they can have a life. Uh, Emily, I don't want to get off topic. I'm going to stay on the Holocaust right now in Germany, but we're going to carry this over to what I consider a, a, a great Holocaust that no one no one is really given an ear to, and they need to. Uh, you started your ministry by watching a movie. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Um, and Nathan and I, my husband and I both founded Let Them Live. Um, and this would have been in 2018. Um, 
And initially how we got started was Nathan was on Facebook one night and he actually ended up connecting with a woman who had an abortion schedule. Well, well, now, I, don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to interrupt you. We're going to tell that story. I only want to talk yeah. about the movie. Okay. Yep. So that's, that's how Let Them Live officially started was the first part. And then uh, when we saw the movie was when it kind of just was a light bulb uh, or like, okay, uh, this is solidifying what we're doing. Okay, good. Because I want that story, but I want it to be told. And I have a reason I want it to be told because uh, I want to lead up to it. Okay. It's such, it's such an amazing ministry that you all have. But you went and you sit and you watched Schindler's List. Schindler's List was about what? What did it why did it make you want to go out and save babies? What was it about that? Yeah, Schindler's List was really a motivation for Nathan and I to do something different in the pro-life movement that hadn't been done before. So Oscar Schindler was a wealthy entrepreneur um, and business owner. And I mean, this is the spoiler alert, but if you haven't seen Schindler's List by at this point, you know, people should be watching Schindler's List. Um, but, you know, he was friends with the Nazis. And when he... Uh, started to see, he started to eventually see the humanity of the Jews. And so then he thought, okay, you know what, what's a, what's a good way to actually save these lives? Um, maybe it's not to just go right up and vocally be against the Nazis, but to kind of use them for a greater plan. And so he would talk to the Nazis and he convinced them and he said, hey, um, you know, I, I want you to sell me Jews for my, my factory, for my business. Um, and I will, you know, they'll work for me um, and essentially work for the Nazi army. But what they didn't know was obviously that he was saving their lives from the concentration camps and feeding them and taking care of them. Um, and he saved, I think it was over 1,100 Jews from concentration camps. And Nathan and I were watching Schindler's List in the movie theater. And uh, specifically at the end where it really just hit us, where the war is over and Oscar Schindler is leaving and every single person that he saved is surrounding him and they present him with a ring and inscribed in Hebrew in the ring is whoever saves one life saves the world entire. And he talks about how he could have saved more, right? I could have sold my car, this coat I'm wearing, this could have saved two more people, you know, this, all this money that I've spent um, just thrown away and it could have saved more lives. And they are telling him, no, you saved all of us. And we had chills. And at that moment, we knew that we were on the right path for using money to save lives from abortion. Yeah, this is what I love about Emily and her ministry, um, uh, letthemlive.org, uh, is they're actually using the monetary system to save lives. They're actually beating the devil at his own game. Emily, you stay with me. I'm going to come right back to you. We're going to deep, dive deep into your ministry, okay? All right, thank you. Emily Burring, I love that. Schindler's List. Okay, so uh, let's, get, let, 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 let's keep going here. We, we, folks, I want to back up. I, I want to summarize this, and then we're going to take it in, into, into another gear. Uh, in, in, in Europe, in Germany, the Holocaust was a demonic movement. It was they they there was a cult that was there was witchcraft going rampant across Germany. Hitler, I believe, was into witchcraft. I believe that this was demonic. I believe it was satanic ritual abuse. You see, it requires blood. Um, Rustizar said that they require blood. See, we stand on the blood of Jesus, but demons, the dark side, they require blood. So they needed the blood of the Jews. That's what that was. It was one giant sacrifice. 
Now, the question is, who were they really? And we're going to talk about program multiples. I believe they were programmed. I believe most of them were programmed. And what were they doing? They were programming others. And when these programmers went out and these programmed went out at the end of the war, they infiltrated the rest of the world. They infected the rest of the world. I want to go to the next video on Russ Dizdar, which you'll find on the Holocaust channel on davidhevener.tv. I want to go to that video talking about program multiples, how they infiltrate. Are there program multiples in our government of the United States mm -hmm. of America? And if so, are they being released mm -hmm. for a time and a purpose such as this? Sure. I believe in our, you know, again, you were talking almost four decades of tracking this by design of the satanic side, the dark side, that, you know, underworld, by design, and, 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 and actually biblical prophecy already unveiled this in advance. It already shows this in advance. But yeah, all biblical prophecy has boots on the ground. Yeah. And that boots, those boots on the ground are, are the troops of Antichrist. They're going to be here one day. It shows that in scripture. So I believe that program multiples um, have been uh, deployed in U.S. military, government, even law enforcement, wow. by design, placed. And many of them are sleepers. They're down and they're, and they're, they're, they're there for the coming future. Right now, they might be just collecting information, observing, reporting back to the people or the handlers or the, the ones that think they're the elite. Um, so they're there. There's no question. We've discovered that all along the way. I want to ask you this. 9-11. Mm -hmm. To me, that was so bizarre how these group of men would get into an airplane, methodically fly it right into the towers. You, you know what happened. Right. I know what happened. Could right. these guys have been programmed multiples? There's no question we believe the technology to split and program has been shared among among that world there because they're part of the whole end the, times the, issue the muslims the right. arab world right okay there's, so i believe that not only was a muslim sect you know i you know there's ideology you know demonic ideology there but i do believe that it was connected to the real the real deep state the under the real dark side that wanted to keep perpetuating war and battle and so forth right. so i have no question that it's dark side plotted by design they were also involved um but i th i think the technology um that that involves programmed you, you think it was used on these guys i i, I could I, possibly right i'm saying that's a clear possibility okay because, because the, even the boston bomber the one individual is reported and that's the one that was shot and killed right the one brother that was shot and killed right by no less than three individuals right said we knew there was a problem. He continued to complain that he had voices in his head, that he couldn't stop the voices. He couldn't stop what was being you know, run in his head. He couldn't stop it. So it's very possible that he had programmed subparts driving him to do wow. what, he, what he did. Wow. Possible? Is it possible that there are program multiples out there now as we speak? that in the 50s came over and through the testing other babies were born and they were programmed and now you've got doctors everywhere scientists that are programmed 
for a purpose? Is that possible? Hmm. I'm going to skip the next part of Russ's video, and I want to go uh, to um, uh, uh, to the six signs of the coming Holocaust, uh, Spencer, the six signs coming Holocaust. We'll be talking to Olivier here. Olivier um, is tied into Holocaust survivors. He's going to be talking about how they're doing it today. How are we being orchestrated toward the next Holocaust? Folks, I want you to take a, take a look at this. Of course, uh, you know, I'm sure you know of certain countries in the world right now where uh, they are uh, developing and organizing camps to put people in those to separate them from the rest of the population if they are a danger to society. You, de you, you define, and we, we, we let people go with that where they want, you fill in the blank, you are a danger to society and to yourself because fill in the blank, and then we have to put you aside. The Jews were not killed first, they were put aside, they were used as a forced labor, and eventually they were exterminated. But it didn't start with extermination camp, it started with set aside in the ghettos, and then from the ghettos we put them into the camps, and then the camps into the ex in work camps, and then, and then from work camps to death camps. So yeah. it's progressive. Absolutely. Well, they're separating us now. You know, they do it now through nations shall rise up against nation. That's not country. That's people against people. You see the riots uh, where you came from, uh, which you said Seattle is a little uh, a model of uh, what was going on during the Holocaust. Well, you got the riots, you got people separating people, and it's intentional. Uh, Olivia, you know that, and I know yeah. that. It's intentional. All this is programmed and planned. And when you come against as a Christian, it's considered illegal. That's why we have legalized Jesus. It, it, when you really live for Jesus, it is illegal. They say it's hate speech. Um, you know, Olivia, the thing that bothers me the most, and we're going to close with this, and I don't want to talk about your ministry, is, is in both situations, the Holocaust in Germany and today, people were remained silent. People they were like puppets. People were like sheep. They just go with the crowd. They go with the flow. No one's saying anything. Do you see that as a major kind of like, hey, Holocaust, what's happening today? Silence. Keep your mouth shut. And I say this all the time. A bystander who does nothing only facilitates the work of a perpetrator. Uh Try it, the bystander that does nothing. Oh, bystander? You mean the church system? That's the biggest bystander of them all. What are they doing? Nothing. Nothing. Talking about the apostate church system, of course. You see what they're doing with these riots? Which, by the way, they've gone down, but they're going to come back. You know, they're, they're putting us in, in categories and in, in groups. And what, what Olivia said... That there are, Livia said that there are different countries, different places. They're building camps for people, folks. I've covered this a lot with Lisa Haven. See, the stage is getting set. Matthew 24, Jesus told us. And I talked to Holocaust survivors and I listened to their testimonies. What's the, what's the thing you want to get across to people? The main thing is they say, wake up. It's happening again. Wake up. It's happening. That's the main thing that I hear over and over again. But are people waking up? That's the question.
when we come back, we're going to hear from uh, Rob Skiba, the late, great Rob Skiba, the last interview he ever did, and I did on him. And he's going to be talking about this very thing, folks. And by the way, you can catch all these videos on davidhevener.tv. Go there and sign up because the only way you're going to be able to uh, talk to my uh, guest, uh, Emily Baring, who's using the devil's system to beat him at his own game and saving our children. It's the only way you're going to talk to her. You're going to go underground, go to davidhevener.tv and sign up right now. All right. Also, if you would like to get uh, this book, um, I'm, uh, a lot of what you're hearing today is co comes out of this book. You can, uh, it's in Times Investigation. It's about the Holocaust, about Hollywood mind control, SRA, uh, demon portals, and much more. You can uh, just text the word chosen to 91999, or you can call 844-806-0006, or you can uh, just go to davidhevener.tv forward slash, um, I think it was Spencer, forward, forward slash uh, uh, give, I think it is, uh, give, uh, order, sorry, forward slash order. Um, also, too, somebody asked me, said, what about that um, uh, that Mike Lindell thing? Folks, if you need sheets, if you need, I'm telling you, his stuff is really good. Just go to MyPillow.com and put in the code name David7 and you can save money and it'll bless the ministry. Also, if you do have a car laying around, a boat, a house, uh, you want to donate, uh, you can also, uh, uh, you can call 855-500-RIDE-7433 um, or you can just go to davidhevener.tv uh, forward uh, slash car and uh, it'll take you there. So when we come back, we're going to hear from Rob Skiba exactly where these guys came from, where they're going to, and then I'm going to land the plane and tell you how they got from Germany to the United States and to the country in which you live right now. Stay with me. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. This is David Hevener, and I'm proud to announce the release of my brand new TV series, The Last Evangelist, exclusively on davidhevener.tv. Subscribe now. Go to davidhevener.tv. Life is complicated enough. Why worry about what to do with your extra car? Skip the costs of maintaining it, storing it, insuring it, or renewing registration. Car repairs? Forget about it. Here's one easy solution to your car problem. Donate it to a nonprofit. It's fast, free, tax deductible, and if you donate, you're going to feel incredible knowing you're supporting a great cause. Interested? Just call this toll-free number or donate online. Thank you. Hey everybody, I am honored and blessed not to have just one new book out, but two new books. That's right, two new books. The first one is End Times Investigation. I deal with Hollywood mind control. I deal with demon portals, the alien demon connection, uh, astral projection, program multiples, satanic ritual abuse, and much, much more. The things that I talk about in Last Evangelist and on my shows, the all my interviews I do, it's right here in this book, especially my life story. Also, True Power 
how to uh, access your true power uh, in these last days, okay? Um, it's a war manual for God's children. We need to learn the enemy's tactics and how to battle the enemy in these last days. Pick up a copy of this book. Just text the word CHOSEN to 91999, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, or you can simply call 844-806-0006. Everybody, David back with you. Don't forget to pick up the DVD in Times Investigation, and don't forget to go to lastevangelist.com. <clears throat> Help us donate, would you? We're making episode two, and it's about the, uh, the, the, the V. It's about the V. It's about, uh, we call it the insertion. And um, uh, help us spread the, uh, the truth, would you? Help us spread it. Okay. Uh, we are going to go to that video on Rob Skiba. Uh, he's going to talk about the, where it came from and where it's going to. When we come back, I'm going to land the plane. I'm going to tell you how they got from Germany to your doorstep and how that's affected your life. Let's roll that on Rob Skiba. So last question, um, if they're doing this, which I believe they are, uh, where are they doing it? How are they doing it specifically? Yeah, I was doing quite a bit of research on Operation Paperclip and the various Nazi scientists. Now, of course, we're most familiar with uh, Werner von Braun and the, the Nazi scientists who brought over for NASA. Right. But there were Nazi scientists who were brought over for lots of things. And, yeah. and some of them were dealing with uh, abominable genetic experimentations you know? absolutely and yeah um i don't know if you've ever heard of plum island or montauk you know mm -hmm. people think about the montauk chair and the montauk experiments and stuff like that but there's a montauk monster that washed up on shore some time ago it was some kind of strange hybrid creature that people are like what is up with that right. and, and plum island uh, as i understand it may have been one location where interesting genetic experimentations taking place. But so you you have the deep underground military base side of it, the DARPA side of it. Mm -hmm. DARPA certainly messing around with stuff like that. Uh, but now it's just mainstream, like mainstream scientists are, you know, because they're looking for the cure of Alzheimer's okay. or you know, whatever. So it's becoming more mainstream, but whatever we're seeing in the news, you got to know they're probably a good 20 to 50 years beyond that in the secret places that we don't know about. Plus it's a diversion. I tell people anything you see, the devil lets you see it, it's yeah. probably either happened already, it's old news, yeah. or it's not happening at all, because what he's really doing is over yeah. here. It's or it's the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah, it's what you can't see. So yeah. I think a while back, it was isolated, islands, yeah. undercover, whatever, they were doing this. Now, they're doing it under the umbrella of Big Pharma, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're doing it right in front of our face. Right in front of our face. Yeah. So they're literally rewriting your A yeah. with foreign code that we don't know. That, that, that we don't know, okay. <laughs> My last comment. Uh, last question, Bigfoot, could that, could that have been one of these uh, hybrids, yeah. one of these... Uh, yeah. Okay, let's go ahead together. and cut that. Uh, Bigfoot, we'll get into that in another show. Folks, did you hear what he said? And he's so right. This is the last interview I did in Rod Skeeve. You can catch the whole thing on davidhebner.tv under the Holocaust channel. He said it's now leaked out into the mainstream. See, through the generations, now they don't care if you know it. It, it, they're doing it through big pharma, through, through these the drugs, right? So it was the occult in Germany, witchcraft, took over Hitler, took over the Germans. This is spiritual force. Satanic ritual abuse, programming people to do what they did to the Jews in Nazi Germany. And these... Doctors and scientists 
were programmed. And they escaped Germany and ended up here, where I am, where you are. Now I'm going to talk to you about how that happened. At the end of the war, they had to go somewhere. They went into hiding. But many of them escaped through Italy. How'd they do that, David? Glad you asked. Can you say Vatican? They escaped with the help of the Vatican through Italy on a thing called the Red Cross Passport. Folks, this is real. It's all in the book. I researched it. I, I investigated it. I interviewed people and multiple. Listen, let me tell you something. They, they, they nailed some of the scientists and doctors. They had to throw a few under the bus to make it look good. But most of them got away. The key men got away, including Joseph Mingle. Remember, I was telling you about him earlier. It's called Angel of Death. They shipped him out of, from, through the Vatican, out of Italy into South America. And it's from South America, they got a new passport, a new identification, a new identity, and then they dispersed them through the rest of the world. This was in the late 40s, early 50s. And the way they did it is they sent them to government hospitals, mental institutions, medical facilities. Back in the 50s and 60s, I know I was a social worker. I worked at them in the late 70s, in the 80s. Most of these, especially the mental hospitals, which is where they did a lot of the testing, had their own graveyards. Where I worked had its own graveyards. In the graveyard was unmarked graves. I researched many of these government mental facilities across the United States had their own graveyards. And guess what else they had? Their own crematories. The hospital I worked at in Kentucky had its own tunnel. Where the tunnel went, it went to the river. Why did they say they had a tunnel all the way from the hospital to the river? They said so they could bring supplies up. Give me a break. Is it to bring th stuff up or to ship stuff out? This was all over the country. So what they did is testing on people during this time, during these years. And these doctors came from South America, they were multiples, program multiples, and they performed SRA on others and birthed more program multiples. And you heard what Russ Dizdar said in one of my interviews. Tens of millions of them have been unleashed across America. This is what we're dealing with today to the point where they don't even care if they're underground. It's now in your face and it's through Big Pharma. All right. That's why we must remember the Holocaust, because we need to look at the at the past, see the history. And let us be reminded of what Jesus was talking about for the future and the future is here and now. All right. My lovely wife, Shanita, are you there? OK, she's out there. OK, good to have you. Uh, Thank you. I don't have you in. I don't have your uh, moving face. I just have a picture, but I'll take the picture. I hope it's autographed. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, give me uh, some praise reports. What's going on? Well, yesterday 
when you had your Sunday sermon, um, Wendy writes, I'm so glad I joined in. I've been praying about this. And Kelly says, wow, today's sermon is so necessary and convicting. Thank you. And wow. one of our people we've been praying for for a long time says, praise God. I went to the basketball game yesterday and I did not feel insecure for once. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank Praise you God. for sharing. You know, Shanita, something happened yesterday. We do a Sunday morning service, everybody. If you want to join us Sunday morning, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on David Hebner TV and all these platforms. But something happened. It usually goes an hour. We went uh, an hour and 45 minutes yesterday because people kept uh, uh, texting and, and, and chatting in their prayer requests. And we kept going over. I mean, we kept praying for people. It was a deliverance service, Shanita, online. It was a deliverance oh, service yeah, yeah. Oh and we we talked about uh generational curses i said what is your generational curse write in text in uh chat in tell us what it is and people they you know addiction lust uh you know anger bitterness uh we prayed and we had a, a major anyway it was it was monumental but go ahead oh, yeah wow. uh you have any wow. uh, prayer, re prayer requests well, then I have one more praise report. This comes from South Africa. Thank you for your work. It means a lot having believers doing and sharing what you're doing and sharing. So we are praying for Josh's cat with liver cancer, for Marshall and Tiffany's oldest daughter, for Yolandi in South Africa, her daughter Chloe, for Brigitte's daughter Jennifer up in Quebec, for um, um, B's older daughter, who has turned her back on Jesus because he didn't answer her prayer when she wanted. Um, praying for me, uh, Milu, and for Lisa, for Ronald, for Ronnie's daughter, and for Divinity. And for any of you who have requests, please email them to admin at davidhebner.tv. And you are welcome to join us for live prayer every Tuesday. Absolutely. Every Tuesday. And Shanita, um, even such you and the gals there that help out the ministry have been such a blessing. I really appreciate you. And um, you're working so hard on Last Evangelist episode two uh, for the fundraiser. And if you guys are interested, you can go to lastevangelist.com and uh, donate. Spencer, put that site up, um, uh, if you would, so they can see that. Um, lastevangelist.com. You can see that um, we've been blessed with a few donations. And I tell, we're only raising 20,000. I tell people, I said, I'd love to have 20,000 people give a dollar. It's not the amount, it's the fact that people are are dedicated, that they show their allegiance, that, you know, that they, uh, that they really wanna help us. It's called the insertion. Um, and I track down uh, who's behind the deadly uh, uh, virus vaccine and all the different things that are happening in Last Evangelist episode two. Um, this is designed that we can uh, share God's word with people that normally would not even consider going to church, opening a Bible. So lastevangelist.com if you could. Um, and also davidhebner.tv. Don't forget to sign up because that's where we're gonna be bringing in Emily uh, and she's gonna be talking about her ministry. Um, so I want you to do that. Um, Shanita, any more prayer requests uh, before we go to the Lord? 
that's what I have for tonight. But the rest that are coming in, we will cover those, and our prayer teams will be um, covering those over the week. Okay, Thank you awesome. very much. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love you. Love you. Okay. Um, all right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. We're believing that, um, that God's hearing us, and he's going to answer this prayer. I thank you, Lord, for loving us. I thank you for being with us. I thank you for your word tonight. I feel like, God, you've given me something I had never had before, and we've been able to share it with each and every person out there, and that, Father, I ask for protection over each and every person listening to my voice, for comfort, also for wisdom. I pray for um, Emily and her husband, for their ministry. I ask for an anointing over them. I pray for those out there that Every name Shanita mentioned, we bring, those, we bring them to your foot, to the throne, to your feet. We lay them down asking for that blessing, asking for that healing. And Father, thank you for giving us the power that you gave your son that was transferred to us. It's the power to cast out demons, heal the sick, raise the dead, preach the gospel. And right now we're commanding a healing upon God's people, any and everyone out there that is ill, that there is a malfunction in their body, whether it's mental, physical, emotional. We're commanding that healing in Jesus' name. And devil, you have no right to God's children. You are hereby evicted. You will not come back in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for giving us the power to cast out the demons. Someone out there that's dealing with a pain, I guess it's in their bladder or their kidney. It's, it's somewhere in that area. I'm asking for a healing. There's someone out there that was got, got caught doing something and there have, there's, a, there's a division in their family. I'm asking for repentance and I'm asking for restoration. There's a mother out there that's been crying and weeping over their child. Something happened. I don't think it's physical, but I think it's more emotional. I'm asking for a healing upon the mother, and I'm asking for whatever is going on with that child that it be corrected. And Father, we pray for the children that are being sacrificed and children that have been forgotten uh, through this shedding of blood, innocent blood. And we pray for those children that have been abducted and runaways and children caught up in human trafficking. We're asking for a special anointing, a comfort, and that the demons have no right to them. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you guys for being with me. Uh, Emily, you out there with me? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Um, we're getting ready to take a break, and we're going to go underground. I'm going to bring you on and have people uh, uh, raise their hand, ask questions. Um, your ministry, letthemlive.org, is based upon going into the monetary system and helping save babies by giving mothers financial support. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. 73% of women in the U.S. have abortions because of financial burden. So wow. that's where we come in. And do you really believe that, um, that that is the reason? I mean, I know there's a lot of reasons, but that, that's not something I really thought about. I mean, I, I knew about it, but I never thought about, well, hey, just go out and support them. Maybe they will have the baby, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's definitely a big part of it. And even if it's not, 
you know, maybe the primary reason, let's say maybe they're in a domestic violence situation. Finances are always, not always, but most of the time, one of the main reasons women have abortions, if they are in a domestic violence situation, um, they may be afraid to leave their abuser because their abuser pays for things. So there's always a financial piece to it. Yeah, yeah, I never thought about that, but you're absolutely right. Okay, so we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna dive deep into your ministry. And I wanna, I've got some questions for you. Emily Baring, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, okay, everybody, thanks for being with me. Um, if you, um, if God's laid on your heart to support this ministry, I'd appreciate it if you could pray for us. We need your prayers more than anything else. We really do. Um, but if God's laid in your heart to financially help us, if you could uh, just go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give, call 844-806-0006 or text the word chosen to 91999. I really would appreciate it. Please don't forget lastevangelist.com. That's episode two. You can be an actor, you can be a producer, you can get involved financially and help help us get the truth out to God's people. Um, all right. I want to thank you guys so much. I love you all. Remember, go to davidhevener.tv, sign up. Uh, it's your last day to get 30 days free, but you get two months free if you sign up for a whole year, okay? And we'll see you underground. We'll be there. Oh, and by the way, if you just signed up to David Hevener TV, send an email to admin at davidhevener.tv. We'll send you your own private link just for tonight. And then from then on, you'll be able to get in and watch over 850 original videos and also the Holocaust channel we just uh, launched. Um, all right. Love you guys. Remember, you never really lived till you found someone worth dying for. That's Jesus Christ.
everybody david here so good to be with you in underground why why underground because we can breathe we can talk about things we normally can't welcome roku amazon apple tv we'd love to know who you are if you're out there uh you can send a email to admin at davidhevener.tv let us know who you are we want to pray for you okay we want to thank you for being a part of this network um and then uh, if you would like to sign up directly to davidhevener.tv, you can do that too. All right, what are we talking about? We're talking about a young lady and her husband that went to a movie, watched it, and decided they were going to launch a worldwide ministry that was going to save hundreds, maybe thousands of lives. The movie's called Schindler's List. But it gave them the idea of how to approach saving lives and what lives am i talking about it's the lives of children and here's the problem with i don't even want to say the word abortion it's like everybody says it it's like what does it mean anymore that's why i talk about slaughtering babies that's what i talk about bloodshed that's what i talk about you know the sacrifice my guest emily Baring, has a ministry called letthemlive.org. Emily, you there? I'm here. Hi. Hi. Okay. So letthemlive.org. If it did if it wasn't, if I didn't know what it was talking about, it's not like a horror film. Let them live. No. Uh, it is a horror film when it comes to what we're doing to children. That's a horror film. But Emily, let's just cut to the chase. I'm going to ask you some questions here. Um you watch this movie, Schindler uh Schindler's List, and he decided he was going to take his money, he was kind of a wealthy guy, and he was going to save the lives of Jews by buying Jews and having them work for him. So you and your husband decided to go out, and you were just going to fund, give, find out women that needed money who were going to have an abortion, and uh, therefore, hopefully, they would take the money and they would keep their baby. Uh, do you think that really uh, that's predominant women having abortions seriously because they they don't have money yes that's um i mentioned before 73 percent of women in the united states have abortions because of financial burden and if it's not the primary reason it certainly is a contributing factor um and none of us are immune to what's happening in the economy right now um you know and a, a lot of us may be you know financially stable and we're still struggling um, imagine that there's a woman and she's single and, you know, she she's being evicted and she lost her job and now she's supposed to um, figure out how to how to take care of her baby. And there's just a lot going on. And so it may not be that she can't do it. It's just the perception of our society telling women, look, if you don't have the financial ability, then you should just have an abortion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Emily, the government and all of its, uh, you know, wisdom uh funds everybody else they give money for everything give away food stamps give away you know hospitalization they did they'll they give away money just because you're breathing right it seems like they could give money to these women that it wouldn't take uh emily bearing and her husband to go do it start up a ministry do it and where, where's the government and all this why aren't are they helping the government <laughs> The government helps to some extent, but not really. This is why nonprofits exist, because we do what the government doesn't do or can't do well. 
um, when you have organizations like Let Them Live that Nathan and I started, we're able to really focus in on an issue and put the time and care and effort needed into figuring out a solution. Now, there's there's some things that the government can provide to single women, but is it enough? Absolutely not. Um, I'm not a fan of you know big government at all. But when we look at what our tax dollars are going to, I can make a really good case for those tax dollars actually being used to help women choose life um, and not actually pay for abortions, for example. So there's there's a lot that is going wrong with the government, our tax dollars, and what it's actually supporting. Um, and so we just don't really rely on the government for that type of support because how can yeah. you? It's unreliable. You don't know no, of, if it's actually going to help. No, of course. I knew they weren't. I just had to say it because <laughs> I had to make the point. Yeah. You know, you, you go, well, yeah. I mean, they're spending money, everything else. Here we are. Um, okay. So you're basically, I'm going to say this, you're kind of buying babies. Uh, in a, yeah, you're buying babies. Hey, you know what? I'm glad you're buying babies. Seriously. I mean, folks, it's such an amazing movement. What she's got is if you're how much do you give a woman uh, hypothetically on average? How much are you giving a woman, uh, you know, to not abort her baby, take care of herself? What's the amount of money? Yeah. So our core number, it went up in 2022, the just inflation. So um, the woman, the average woman that comes to Let Them Live for Help um, receives about $19,000 in support during the course of her pregnancy. Um, this is not just like cash or a check handed to her. This is a financial plan that we establish with her. Um, and, you know, we actually pay her bills to where they're due. So let's say we're paying, you know, six months of her rent and four months of her groceries and some of her car payments. We're going to pay that directly to the landlord. Uh, you know, to the to the car company, to the loan company. So we're paying wow. those bills. We're helping her out. And to us, helping this mom doesn't mean just right handing her a stack of cash. It's helping her to learn as well. And so we also have other programs. Um, we have support groups. We have financial coaching. Um, our donors are absolutely amazing. And they come and they help our moms with different types of things. Maybe they're a new mom and they need help to learn what to do, what not to do. So it's really comprehensive, but that financial support is that core piece. I um, mean, that's around $19,000 for some women. It's more for some women, it's less. It just depends on their situation, where they're at in their pregnancy um, and just, just what they need. Yeah. Do they keep their baby or some of them put them up for adoption once they have it? Um, so a majority of women actually keep their babies. Um, this is something that is actually really good to talk about um, and something that I've been learning more and more about. Out of all of the women that Let Them Live has helped, we've helped over 500 women, close to 600 women. Um, only one has chosen adoption and it's actually gone through successfully. Currently, um, and hopefully I can have prayers from all of you, Nathan and I actually have one of the Let Them Live babies with us. Her name is Ayla and she's five months old. Her mom is considering doing adoption. So um, she's in our care right now, and we have been praying for adoption. So if that happens, she will be the second baby. So overall, there's well, not hold, a lot hold, of women. Hold, hold. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. I have to interrupt. Wait a moment. <laughs> you, you fund the woman to have the baby. Now she uh, has it. She's considering adoption. Now you guys go even further, and you take the baby into your home until there's – okay, this let, let me ask you, do you ever run into women that you go, I don't know, they're not really all there upstairs, you know, but but so you're hesitant to give them money because, you know, even if they 
have the baby, that the baby could be in danger or just not, you ever run into that, you know, that they're mentally, emotionally? Yeah, we definitely run into situations. I think we've seen pretty much everything under the sun with the women that we counsel. And, um, you know, just just quickly, yeah. so I don't forget, Alicia, we don't personally do counseling for post-abortion, but we do refer out. And that is okay. actually a part of when women do come to us, a lot of them have had abortions before, and that can play into that that mental okay. and emotional state. Um, but we do have hmm. professional counselors and therapists, licensed therapists that partner with us to help walk them through their their journey. Sometimes there are concerns of safety um, of that baby, right? When, when they're yeah. born and that's something that we have to take care of legally. But for the most right. part, these moms just wanna be good moms. No one's giving yeah. them the tools to do it. Um, and, and that kind of goes back to the adoption thing. I think yeah. the main thing is that they feel in the moment that it would be much harder to bond with their baby and then give their baby away than it would be to just have an abortion. And that's obviously yeah. a lie, um, but yeah. that's something that is very commonly uh, held among women who are pregnant. Yeah. So if we can yeah. come alongside them, adopt them and their baby essentially, um, and give them yeah. the resources they need, we can show them that, look, we're here for you. You can be a great mom and yeah. you can choose life. Okay, Emily, we, we don't, we got about 10 more minutes. So I'm going to ask you this question and I, it, it, I don't want to get too deep into it because I want people to raise their hand and ask you questions. And if you guys out there have questions, go ahead and raise your hand. Here's my question to you. In the world in which I operate, my ministry, and I'm, I, 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 I got to figure out how I'm going to say this to you, is that are you concerned or do you know, and I'm sure you do, that a woman will have a baby for the purpose of giving it into human trafficking? And they're in that business. Uh, it happens or they give it up to be involved in satanic ritual abuse. Do you run credit criminal background checks on these women uh, to find out what their past is and what's going on? Because that would be my concern that somebody says, I'm getting 20 grand and then I can make some money off selling the baby. Yeah, so we absolutely do background checks. We require ultrasounds. We do a lot of verification. And again, I think it probably would be more of a concern if we were just writing them a check or you know transferring money to their bank account. This is coming yeah. in the form of different types of support bills that are going to have to be paid. Um, you know, there are certain bills that we don't pay. We're not going to pay credit cards, right? Because that's essentially the same as handing over cash. Um, right. But that's really not something that has come up. I mean, we've definitely had women that have come to us, you know, that have been involved um, themselves, sadly, um, you know, in being sex trafficked. Um, yeah. But that's something that they're desperately wanting to get out of. And we provide resources for that. And like I said, they just want to be great moms. And society, our culture is terrible. It tells women, you know what, you're experiencing a crisis pregnancy, just have an abortion. It's the easy yeah. thing to do. Don't worry about it. You know, and, and we're saying, look, that it might feel easy in the moment, but trust me, in the long run, that's just not going to be the best option. So let's mm -hmm. give you all the resources you can. And, and that yeah. really empowers them. That's like what real empowerment of these women feels like. Um, and that's what real love looks like when you're in it for the yeah. long haul, just supporting them all the way. It does. It does, Emily. God bless you for what you're doing. And you took a baby in. Um, you guys have uh, any questions, comments for Emily? Um, how about some encouragement? Anybody want to raise your hand? Thelma, uh, 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 Joyce has your hand up, David. Who does? Joyce. Joyce. Hey, go ahead, Joyce. 
I think you have to unmute. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Okay. Um, I just want to bring a few facts into uh, the picture. Okay. First of all, DCYS is involved in child trafficking throughout our country. So when you understand that, and that's a fact, okay, and when you recognize all of the evil that's going on throughout our entire country, we, don't, we no longer have freedoms. And the worst of it all to me is religion has really caused a huge problem here. The ones that have 20 airplanes, the ones that have million dollar estates, that's, that money should have gone to this. this. In the olden days, that's what they did. And that's what they're going to have to do today. The churches are going, like you, are going to have to go out and uh, raise, you know, help the people. I've been helping people for 43 years, paid myself $20 a week. In four weeks, I'd go to, well, uh, to the secondhand store and buy myself outfits for church. So you see, I've sacrificed. The problem is people are not willing to sacrifice. And the churches, I'm talking the big heavy headers. We all know the ones that own the 20 planes. We all That's know a good point, Joyce. Uh, yeah. Emily, Joyce said that the big, I call them six flags over Jesus churches. Are you getting funding from the, the big churches that are, in my opinion, wasting a lot of money? I wish. <laughs> um, yeah, this, is, getting, this is what I'm right. talking about. Right. It's, yeah. Exactly. It's terrible. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we it do is. have a, yeah. an amazing partnership program. It's called our Adopt a Mom program. And that is where we partner with churches and they yeah. can sponsor, adopt one mom and come alongside of her financially and emotionally and spiritually. Um, that doesn't happen with those like big mega churches, which I know could easily support our work. Um, and so that's kind of our goal too is saying, hey, churches, like, what are you doing? You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's not good enough to just say, right, to say you're Christian, to say these things. You've got to be it. You've got to do it. You, you well, do. Who else has her hand up there? I'm sorry. We, I need to move on. One more thing. The Catholic religion needs to do um, what you're doing, but they made a lot of money. They, they would yeah. sell underground. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joyce. I appreciate it. Betty, you got your hand up. Yeah, Betty's next. Yes, I think what you're doing, Emily, is a wonderful thing. Um, is there any way you could go to a church and say, hey, you're part of a mission, you know, like a missionary thing? Because there's a lot of churches that support missionary stuff. So, you know, just say, hey, just once a month, a small donation or once a year even, you know. And I, I just want to say, because um, if CPS is, um, they're pretty much, I don't trust them, you know. So, yeah. but thank God for your special angel. You're, you're definitely special. No, she thank sure you. is. Thank you, Betty. I appreciate it. Yeah. We agree. Uh, Ayla, yeah. Ayla, the baby we have, she would have gone into the foster care system. She would have taken mm. by, been taken by CPS. And Nathan and I just, how could we let that happen? Um, so. Yeah, 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 thank you. No, I Who's next, Helva? So, no, don't let them in there because they'll ruin them unless they can get Jesus. Yeah. Uh, David, there's no one else uh, with their uh, hand up. Uh, okay. I, I want to ask you a question, Emily, and if you guys want to jump in. I don't read abortion in the Bible, really. Of course, anyone that harms these little ones, and this is something you guys can help me out with. I'd like to get your opinion. Um if anyone harms these little ones, they'll get a concrete overcoat. Um, I know that, but 
I just haven't seen, other than the different uh, tribes throughout uh, history sacrificing babies, I've not seen uh, specifics on uh, abortion. What would Jesus do if he walked the face of the earth and he saw what was going on? What would be the first thing he would do if he saw all these abortion clinics and all that? Uh, anybody can chime in if you want to raise your hand on that. Did um, somebody raise their hand? Julianne has her hand up. Oh, Julianne. Hey, hey there, my dear. Hey, I hey. just wanted to say that in the ministry I have, which is deliverance, I have come across so many women who actually have a spirit of murder attached to them because of an abortion. And I'm not saying that horribly, it's a fact. It just comes up and often oh. they're quite horrified when I get that word of knowledge. Okay, Julianne, let me let me clarify. You yep. said that that they have the spirit of murder. You're talking about the women that are pregnant. That are, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yep. After okay. they've had the baby aborted. After they've had the baby aborted. So they, um yeah, it's a yeah, we have to get rid of it. They yeah. have to repent but, for it and it has we have to cast yeah. it out. Yeah. Um just for a heads up. Okay. Yeah, th thank you for that. I do want to go back to my questions. You may have, uh, Emily, you can chime in on this. What would Jesus yeah. do? Seriously, I asked the question, what would he do? Yeah. I just actually did a Bible study and it talked about children um, and Jesus. And my first reaction was that he would be crying. But then I also think there'd be a lot of wrath. Um, sins against children um, are some of the worst right there there they those are jesus i don't know how to describe this i'm really bad with my words but there's jesus holds children so dearly um close to his heart and when there are acts being done against them specifically abortion um i just can't imagine that um that would make him feel anything but anger and sadness for sure mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, everybody listening to me out there, do you agree with me that Emily has such a sweet spirit? Isn't she? I mean, my heart's just going out to her and her husband. I mean, to take a baby in, first of all, they give women money and then she wants to put it up for adoption. They're, I mean, they're doing everything Jesus would do, I believe. Don't you, you guys think that that's so, Emily? I want to encourage you what you're doing is is god i'm telling you you are doing what jesus would do um unfortunately people like uh, i mean we my you know we look at the spiritual aspect of it and i know that this isn't really your world but i want to share this with you and i'm hoping we can pray for you and i would like you all if we could pray for her is there's a lot of evil forces out there emily that want to take you out and take your husband out they want to destroy your ministry um and I have a word for you. I have a word for you is that God is now strengthening your all's discernment. And he's now bringing into your mind of Christ the awareness that you have the power to deal with demons. Because th this, this murdering of baby is nothing but demons. It's, it's a spiritual, spiritual movement. And that you guys will start seeing, not that you don't see spiritually, you do see spiritually. It's not what I'm saying but you will see and understand the demonic world and, and how it operates, like Julian was talking about, the spirit of murder. Some of these women, they actually wanna murder their babies. They actually, 
it's planned. And you have such a sweet spirit. I'm believing God is going to bestow upon you all some type of awareness, power that you're going to have that you've never had. And it's going to take your ministry and your mission to a whole new level, a whole new level, because you're going to know how to pray against the demons of hell and they can't come upon you. Um, does anybody resonate with that? What I'm the word I'm giving Emily? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Emily, do you have anything? I want you to tell everyone how they can get in touch with you. And if you have anything to say, the, the, the platform is yours. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I appreciate the time. Um, and if you guys want to find us, we, we are very prominent on social media. So Facebook, just type in Let Them Live, will pop up. Instagram, um, Twitter, all the, all the social media platforms. Um, using those social media platforms for good. Um, you also can go to our website, which is letthemlive.org. Um, and we're actually running a fundraiser right now for a mom. So you can see our current fundraisers. Um, you can figure out how to get involved. Um, we have volunteer opportunities as well. But really, this is just, Let Them Live is just a community of people. When Nathan and I started Let Them Live, it started with one woman who we found. And she had an abortion scheduled. She, was, she lost her job. She was evicted. She was living in her car in December, and it was freezing. And Nathan talked to her and figured out that she needed financial help. And he nudged me awake. He said, hey, do you want to save a life from abortion? Sorry, I'm getting over a cold. Do you want to save a life from abortion? And I said, yeah. And he goes, okay, we're going to have to give her all the money we have. We didn't have that much. We were just married. It was like $1,200. But we gave her everything we had, and she canceled her abortion. And we knew that we could figure it out, but we didn't know if she could figure it out without our help. So emptying our bank account, she chose life. And that was the start of Let Them Live of, oh my gosh, this could actually be something. And it started with friends and family, but we've grown. We have over 15,000 donors. And it's people just like you and I that give a little, give a lot, give whatever you have. And we come together as a community to support these wonderful moms and help them, give them a real option um, that they feel like they don't have. And so mm -hmm. that's really just a, let them live in a, in a nutshell, but you guys can go to letthemlive.org or find us on social media as well. Okay. What, what's the name of the baby that you have? What's her name? Is it her? Yes. Her name is Ayla. Ayla. Okay. Awesome. Ayla. Ayla. How old is she? She's five months old. Five months mm -hmm. old. Wow. Amazing. Um, so we have a chat room. We're going to end the show, but we all stay together in a chat room where it's not televised. It's private. Um, would you all, Emily, we'd love to pray for you um, if you could stay for a few minutes and maybe they've got another question for you. Would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. could, would you all mind praying for Emily? Um, because I'm... I'm uh, not able to stay on the call um but no problem david can, we'll pray with her yeah um but i i did want to give you that word emily about uh god is going to now open your all's eyes in a way to understand the battle that happens in the heavenlies and how valuable you are to the kingdom and how much you need uh, uh um covering over you covering and we have some mighty prayer warriors in this room today uh that'll pray for you 
And uh, all right. I appreciate it, Emily. God bless you. God bless. Yeah. All right, everybody. Good to be with you all. Love you all. Um, and I'll see you. Hey, I'll see you Sunday, 11 p.m. Eastern, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the uh, sermon. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you for all you do. And uh, I appreciate it. Till next time. Remember, you never really lived till you found someone we're dying for. And that's Christ Jesus. All right. Bye bye. Yeah.